Hello and welcome to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast. Hello and welcome back. This is Sarah. This is Katie. Hi. 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 How are you, Katie? I'm doing well, Sarah. How are you? <laughs> I'm quite well, thank you. Quite well. Yes. Quite well. <laughs> we just finished recording an episode for Patreon where we shared a bunch of the songs that we remembered from church dances growing up and now they're stuck in my head so I mean I guess that's better than having hymns stuck in your head right yes it is true although I swear welcome welcome will always be stuck in my head it's like I sing it every day yeah oh it's always in there yeah it might as well just be our theme song at this point <laughs> oh my god we should do a remix of it I wonder can we do that Ooh, probably hey any musicians out there yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know you've heard Sarah and I sing on this podcast and we are professional, but like, you know, we'll just give you business. <laughs> We're professional singers. So, yeah. All right, Sarah, do you have any opening announcements or opening exercises for our Sabbath worship today? <laughs> um, there are no special announcements or opening announcements today um yeah no it's been a bit quiet Mm -hmm. that's good that's good right I think so even with the trolls it's been a bit quiet yeah relatively (laughs) I mean it was funny with I can't remember who it was who mentioned like the, the trolls are really quiet last week on our uh, soaking episode because they, what did they have to say? They couldn't deny it. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's there. It's it's floating around. See what I did there? Remember floating? <laughs> floating. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Anyway. All right. So we can just jump right into the topic, I guess. Um, Let's get to it. Okay, so I can't remember how I came across this. I don't know. I don't know where my brain goes sometimes, but I was researching something else for a different episode, and I was on the church's website, um, and I somehow found myself in the area of their website that's about missionaries and how missionaries are supposed to dress, and there's a specific um, entire page dedicated to the sister missionaries about specifically what they're supposed to wear and what they can't wear. And I was like, okay, this is crazy. We need to cover this on the podcast. Um, Because we have covered quite a bit modesty in general and, you know, the garments and the modesty for young women and all of that. But it's like times 10 at least for missionaries and even more so for the women missionaries, which if you guys didn't know, they call them sister missionaries. So Ugh. there's that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's gross. They call the men elder and then his last name, and they call the women sister and her last name. Oh, I would love to hear where that even comes from in the Mormon doctrine. Like, why do we call, I mean, not just missionaries, but, you know, like in the Mormon church, you say brother and sister. Probably because they believe that we're all spirit brothers and sisters, that we all came from Elohim and Uh. one of his many wives. (laughs) So we're all technically related, which is kind of weird to think about. (laughs) 
Yowzer. Yeah, no, that's that's true. It just it's one of those other things where it's like it was so obvious you we were in a cult. Yeah. But you didn't know you're in a cult and you are just like Yeah. Yeah, once you um you're out of it for a little while and then maybe you go back and talk to people who are still in it and just an av- everyday casual conversation, they'll just be like, Oh yeah, I saw brother so and so at the grocery store and you're like why did you, that's so weird to refer to your neighbor as brother so-and-so instead of just saying his first name. Exactly. <laughs> Very it's weird. It's just so weird. Ugh, yeah. And being like, oh, I, this is Sister Little. And it's like, uh, no, I'm not your sister. <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable. It gives me a funny feeling in my belly. And not the good kind. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to read through this and we can talk about it because, you know, that's what we do. So it has a little intro that's boring that I don't want to read. And then it starts out by under there's a heading called personal grooming. <clears throat> and remember, this is specifically addressed to the women, nothing to the well, I'm sure there's a section for the men, but it's definitely very different. So, okay, it says, you should strive to look your best, especially at zone conferences, in Sunday meetings, at visitor centers, and historic sites, at baptisms, and when working with local leaders. Be neat and clean. Keep your clothes clean, mended, and pressed. Bathe daily. Use deodorant and wash your hair frequently. If you choose to wear perfume or scented lotion, make sure it is not distracting or overpowering. God, okay. I'm already already starting out by telling you like what kind of perfume you can wear. And isn't that kind of subjective? I mean, I know that there can be stronger subjective. Yeah, there can be stronger smells than others, but like some people's noses are way more sensitive. So that's kind of a subjective thing. And it, you know, it's just so obvious that they're trying to make these young women look as attractive and conservative as possible to get more members, to get more converts. Exactly. Also, <laughs> like, who's to say that they want to wear perfume at all? And if they do, why can't it be, like, cologne? Oh, true. Yeah, why does it have to be gen? Well, we know why they think it has to be gender. Yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> you got a good point there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The style, color, and length of your hair should be attractive and easy to manage and should not draw attention. The color of your hair should look natural and conservative. If you decide to color your hair, consider time, frequency, and cost. So cost <laughs> there do the actual fuck. Right? This is when I was reading this, I was like, I knew that they had strict guidelines, but this is a lot like you can't have any hair color that's not quote unquote unnatural. Or that doesn't look conservative. So I'm I'm guessing that means no very short haircuts or anything like that. And also, like, so, you know, if you decide to color your hair, I'd be curious. Because I know we have listeners who served missions. um, What, you know, maybe they colored their own hair with, like, box color in their little apartment. uh, Because they don't really have that much money to spend. I'm sure they don't have money or time to go to a salon. Right. No, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. But then I have known like sister missionaries who would have like amazing hair and like you you knew they were getting highlights. 
Yeah. So maybe some of them, maybe if they have a bit more like wealthy families or something, they, they do have to maybe on their like P day, they can, who knows. But I mean, it's just crazy to me that this, it comes down to controlling even like the length and color of your hair. That is Um, next level controlling. Like no one ever tell us this is not a cult. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, once you hear all of these things, it's like, oh, this is like the definition of a cult. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Hair adornments and other accessories should also be conservative. If you wear hair accessories, including headbands, choose styles that are simple and conservative. Avoid large hair accessories that draw attention and distract from your message. What, like a bump it? <laughs> you know they'd allow a bump it. <laughs> but really, <laughs> what? What? I'm just trying to imagine what a loud accessory would be, like a headband with a penis on it. Like what? <laughs> a penis like, band. <laughs> yeah, a penis band. I've never seen a hair band that would be considered like not conservative. I don't. What does that even I mean, mean? I have some stuff. Like I have. I'm guessing that they maybe wouldn't allow some of the things that I like to wear, like my colorful butterfly clips. Or oh, I love those. I have like a really big like pink silk scrunchie that's like kind of loud. Maybe they wouldn't allow that. I don't know. But isn't that funny? Because it's like you're just expressing yourself. There's nothing off-putting about those things. But apparently, I don't know. You're not getting the message of Jesus if you're too colorful. Apparently. And the fact is that they, I'm sure they don't have this in the men's like standard. Oh, no. I'm sure they don't have anything about hair accessories in the men's because yeah they just wouldn't let them wear them whatsoever (laughs) okay you are not required to wear makeup however wearing makeup can help you look your best if you choose to wear makeup be sure that it is natural and conservative in style and color nail polish should also be subtle in color and style and not draw attention so no red lips sarah no red lips, but also you should wear makeup because we want to control you and they have their own beauty standards in the Mormon church, but not yeah. makeup that we don't approve of. It has to be subtle, which is I one of my biggest pet peeves whenever guys used to say, I really like girls who are like natural looking and don't wear a lot of makeup and just look natural. And I'm like, Okay, they do exist, but the women you're predominantly talking about are still wearing makeup. It's yeah. just not like what you consider out like a lot of makeup or wild or whatever, but they still have on makeup. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, that maybe their eyeshadow isn't purple and their lipstick isn't red. And the, yeah, but they're wearing the same amount. It's just yeah. a color. Yeah, different color. And it's funny they have you can like click on it says see examples of makeup styles and you click on it and it shows all these different women and their makeup all looks exactly the same and it's all like yeah very very subtle which like nothing wrong with that but like don't tell them what they can and cannot do with their own face you know exactly and and put that pressure that they should wear makeup like first of all women don't have to wear makeup it's their choice and Mm -hmm. it doesn't quote unquote, make them prettier. It just, it's your personal opinion as to how you want to wear your face, whether it's makeup or without, it's still beautiful no matter what, but you shouldn't like the fact that they put that in there, like, yep, it's just disgusting. I know. Okay. So there's another subsection called modesty. It says, 
maintain a high standard of modesty. Wear clothing that is neither too tight nor too loose. Okay, can we just talk about this for a second? Okay, so it can't be too loose, but it also can't be too tight. And I just want to say, like, we've talked about this many times. People have said this shit to you a lot, like how your clothes are too like tight on your chest. And you're like, I have boobs. Exactly. It's not that it's tight. It's just that I'm filling out this piece of clothing in a different way than someone else might. And it's just like putting all this pressure on women to... Yeah, well, I bought this dress because it was oversized because I thought it was modest. But now my mission president's telling me that it's too loose. But if I go down a size, then it's too tight on certain areas of my body. So I just can't win. Yep. <sighs> and that's the thing is it's like, especially in the Mormon church, you already have it from society, like constantly critiquing how you look and how your image is. And then you have that layer plus the Mormon layer where it's like nothing you find will ever look right. Like I never felt comfortable in my clothes. I always felt like they were either like you were saying too tight, too loose, not flattering, not how I wanted my figure to come across, but you didn't want it to be too sexy or sexual because then it was your fault. So it was like, you just could never win. Yeah. You just, you're going to lose no matter what. And they, it's right there in black and white. Neither too tight nor too loose. Oh, all right. <laughs> okay. Um, next is, is not transparent or revealing in any way, does not draw attention to any part of the body, and is not casual, wrinkled, sloppy, or faddish. <gasps> so does faddish mean like it's trendy? What does that even mean? I'm searching. It seems like such an old word. Here, I just looked it up. Faddish. Intensely fashionable for a short amount of time. So, yeah, it's like it's like stylish. It's trendy. So don't wear anything trendy. Um, Why does that matter? Why did why does any of this shit matter? No. It's, they're controlling these women and making them lose their identity. Anything that like you're using to express outwardly, you know, you're, you're expressing yourself with your outward appearance. They control it. They control how you do that. You like lose yourself. You lose your first name even. This is insane. And any this clothing. Next you, level. Yeah. You can't wear anything that draws attention to any part of your body. Like, I'm sorry. Huh? Like, yeah. What are you to wear? like a sheet that just doesn't touch your body like some type of I mean is that the Holy Ghost is he gonna be holding it up I don't get it that's too <laughs> loose Sarah it's too loose but <laughs> too loose. but you know and this, this kind of brings me back to um like we were talking about earlier just in society in general it's like women are constantly told like don't draw attention to your body and it's not our it's not our responsibility it's like we should just be able to wear clothing and exist without having to worry about people. You know, it's like not our fault if people look at our butt when we're wearing jeans. We're just wearing jeans. Like, exactly. fuck off. <laughs> we should be responsible for how someone else perceives us. Yes. Um, okay, it says you should present a dignified, clean, well groomed appearance and be feminine and professional in style. Yep. So. You have to be feminine. Again, are we surprised? No. 
<laughs> but it's just so fucked. I mean, that's something that I also like. Uh, yeah, I, I really annoy because I, I like to have my style is versatile. Like sometimes I do dress more feminine. Sometimes I dress more masculine. And it was always like, oh, I can't I can't ever show that side in the Mormon church. You know, like, you yeah, have to be feminine all the time. And I'm like, that's not who I am. Like, I'm a, I'm a good mix of both. Yeah, and that's fine. And yeah, that's lovely. But yeah, oof. Okay. So the next section is called outfits. <clears throat> oh boy. Be- oh boy. Because of budget and luggage restri- luggage restrictions and limited closet space, you should plan and purchase your clothing carefully. Outfits should consist of professional suits, skirts, dress slacks, blouses, jackets, sweaters, and dresses. Clothing should be attractive, tailored to fit well, and conservative in style. Choose colors and patterns that you can mix and match with a variety of outfits. And now the section of blouses and tops. I mean, they get so particular, like as particular as this. If you wear your shirt untucked, ensure that the bottom of the shirt presents a tailored professional appearance. You may layer shirts under blouses and tops to increase modesty. However, undershirts should not be longer than the top layer. What? Like, that's how fucking strict they are. Like, you can't have an undershirt that's longer than the shirt that you're wearing over it. Well, clearly so, that was never followed because that was 100% the style in 2000, early 2000s. Every I was just going to say, remember Down East? We all had those tank tops that we wore underneath and they were way oh, longer. Oh, my God. I <laughs> so many and they had the lace at the bottom. Yes, yes. I mean, I can picture it perfectly. I own so many of those and would never leave the house without wearing one of those underneath. (laughs) And I swear it was because it was low rise jeans were in style. So your ass crack was showing all the time. So those like prevented that from happening. Yep. (laughs) But apparently those are a no go. If you're a sister missionary. Um, (laughs) Avoid sloppy, tight or casual styles. Do not wear t-shirts sweatshirts, golf style shirts, casual, I know you can't wear a golf shirt. You can't go golfing, I guess. Casual shirts or shirts with low necklines. Uh, What t-shirts are you allowed to wear then? I feel like they've all been named. Yeah, you can't wear any t-shirts. You have to wear like, like blouses. Or nude. Oh, oh, they don't specify that you can't walk. Hey, they didn't say that you can't just walk around with pasties on. Exactly. Oh, my God. Maybe I should go back to the church, become a missionary, and do that. I mean, think of how many more people you'd attract just wearing pasties. This is true. We have really nice tits, so (laughs) I definitely would attract a lot of people. (laughs) Um, Sleeves should fully cover the shoulder and the upper portion of the arm, including the underarm. And then they specify that cap sleeve shirts should not be worn alone, but they may be worn under blouses or tops to increase modesty. So you can't even wear a cap sleeve shirt by itself. God. First of all, we've talked about this. Cap sleeves are the worst. Um, Oh, they're terrible. I hate them so much. They're not flattering on one single person. Um, And they're uncomfortable. Like, you know that feeling you get when it's like, it's that cap sleeve, but it's like cut so close that it's like you're giving yourself an armpit wedgie. Yes. 
Yes, I yes, do. Yes, I can like feel that right now. Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> what we put ourselves work. through. <laughs> but then, so then, why on earth would you wear that under? <laughs> I'm just trying to think of an any situation where you would wear a cap cap sleeve shirt underneath okay, some girl. other type of clothing. I know, I know or- people who do it because. And granted, they're not missionaries because this wouldn't fly, I guess, with missionaries. But they do it if they have bought like a sheer blouse and then they want to wear that. But they have to wear the cap sleeve shirt under to cover their garment. Oh, my God. But yeah, missionaries couldn't do that because they're not allowed to have sheer clothing at all. So anyway. (laughs) Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's just like making your life so much more uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, literally all it is. Okay, so now under the section for skirts and dress slacks, it says, you may choose to wear dress slacks during regular missionary activities, including dur- during normal training activities at missionary training centers. So this is new. This has just come about as we've been doing the podcast. I don't know if it was 2018 or 2019. But before that, they were never allowed to wear pants or dress oh, slacks. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, however, you should wear dresses or skirts when attending the temple and during Sunday worship services, leadership and zone conferences, baptismal services, and missionary training center devotionals. Uh, so basically everything unless you're walking on the street. Yeah, but yeah basically everything you need to be in a, in a skirt or a dress. Um, in areas where for cultural reasons, it's not acceptable for women, including sister missionaries to wear dress slacks, you may choose to wear ankle length skirts for additional protection from extreme weather and insect borne diseases such as Zika, West Nile virus, Lyme disease, and malaria. Oh my God. I don't know. Doesn't that just sound off? It's like, don't send people to places where they're going to get malaria. Yeah, or that they have to wear that type. Like, they're not allowed to wear slacks. Like, that's a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So they talk a little about wearing uh, insect repellent if you're in one of those places. And then, okay, now they get to the nitty-gritty of the skirts. Skirts and dresses should fully cover the entire knee, front and back, when you are standing or sitting. Yeah. Why? Like, why? Why are knees so sexual? I don't I know. Do, these these little knobby things. I don't know. They're sexual, apparently. I mean, is it like a fetish in Mormon guys? Like, is it just something that we don't know about that they're really into knees? Maybe. Maybe they're extra into yours after you've had your surgery. <laughs> I, I have a gnarly scar, but they are. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Slits should not be above the knee when standing or sitting. Dress slacks and ankle-length skirts should have a modest and professional appearance. Do not wear dress slacks that are too tight, that are cropped above the ankle, or that touch the floor. What? what? Sh- oh, my God. There's so many times I'm going to say why I this entire time because I just don't understand. Yeah, so they can't be those cute little, like, cropped pants, and neither can they be, like, a wide leg pant that touches the floor. It has to be just right to the shoe. Okay? They must make a lot of money off tailors. Right? I know. Um, 
they should be not too tight, not too loose, and be in solid conservative colors. Dress slacks and skirts should not be transparent, revealing casual, wrinkled, sloppy, or faddish. There's that word again. <laughs> do, do not wear floor-length skirts, pantsuits, baggy, or skinny slacks. Yeah, so like you can't wear a maxi skirt. You can't you can't wear a pantsuit. And I think a pantsuit might be the most professional thing you could wear, but you can't wear that cuz it's too masculine apparently. And like why can't they wear skinny style slacks? I guess cuz they're too sexy. They show off the leg too much. I don't know. But then they can't wear baggy ones. So it's like No. It just I've has never... to be fucking khakis. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know you love it <laughs> I love pair of khakis no I haven't god yeah khakis that takes me back oh yeah so they even have a section on outerwear what you're allowed to wear as outerwear so to provide additional protection from the elements in certain climates and conditions you may wear gloves scarves and hats as needed as with other accessories, these should be simple and conservative without logos, words, or pictures. <laughs> um, and then it says, logos. Yeah, no logos. And it says, avoid bright colored hats or hats that are too casual or that may distract from your message. Baseball, cowboy, bucket, newsboy, and fedora hats are not acceptable. Oh. What is a newsboy hat? I need to Google that. A newsboy hat. I'm picturing it in my mind, but it's hard to describe. Get up the goog. I'm gonna Google that. What? what? Yeah. I don't. I don't understand. I don't know why. I don't know why they care. Um, in colder climates, you may wear dark, conservative-colored leggings. However, they should only be worn under longer skirts to increase warmth, and wear boots or similarly colored nylons. To avoid showing the bottom of the legging. Like, that's how specific this is. That's why I was like, okay, I need to read this on air. Because I don't think people understand how much they're controlled. It's like, ice can see where your legging ends. Therefore, your outfit is inappropriate. Even if you're wearing a full-length skirt over it. I don't know. That's insane. That's Mm -hmm. insane. Also, Googled it. It's a Peaky Blinder hat. Oh, yep. That's what I was. That's what I was picturing. Okay. Okay, Sarah. They even go on to talk about your underclothing, even besides your garments. Okay. Wait. What? Yeah. So, underclothing. Choose bras that are white or cream colored, durable, comfortable, and modest. I'm just over here like, okay, you have to have a white or cream colored bra no matter what skin tone you have. Yeah, that's racist on so many levels. And why are they looking at your bra? <laughs> You'd be exactly. looking at it. Make and sure you have... It's just this like backwards thinking of like colors are sinful. Like everything must be white and pure. Oh, gross. Um, and then make sure you have slips that coordinate with the color and length of your skirts. That is something I I don't miss. I remember I did wear slips with a lot of my dresses or skirts when I was Mormon because I was afraid of 
any type of like in any type of lighting, there being some kind of see through element. And now I'm just like, I don't care if you can see my underwear. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I'm always like, you know what? You're welcome. Same with my bra. I don't give a fuck at all. Mm-mm. I'm over um, it. I say you are not required to wear nylons or tights. However, you may wear them, especially in colder weather. Your nylons and tights should not attract attention. Choose nylons <laughs> and tights in conservative neutral colors. Avoid bright, colorful nylons or tights. Patterned nylons or tights should be subtle and simple in design and should not be made of any kind of mesh, fishnet or lace material. Well, there goes all my tights. That's literally all my tights. Yeah. It's like, okay. Um, if you wear knee highs, make sure the tops do not show, even when sitting. Bobby socks are not professional or appropriate. I didn't what know what Bobby, Bobby I didn't know what they were, so I Googled them. And they're like those cute little socks that, like, they come up a little bit above the ankle. And sometimes they'll have a little frill on them. Oh, like like little kids sometimes wear. I guess uh-huh. they come back yeah. in style a bit now. Yeah, yeah, but you can't wear those. Any kind of like ankle sock. <laughs> like the, the stuff they've thought of that they. Uh, can you just imagine? It's like you're just out there. You're you know you're a young woman. You're 20 years old, and you're just trying your best to spread God's word. And someone's like, you're wearing the wrong kind of socks. Celestial <laughs> Jesus is mad at you. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, can you imagine if there was a God and if there was a celestial Jesus, him being like, you were so close to making it to the celestial kingdom, but you wore Bobby socks and that's what kept you back. You wore Bobby socks when you were trying to spread my word. How dare you? Also, you wore a black bra instead of a white one. Sorry, you're doomed. Unacceptable. (laughs) You've now been knocked down to the first degree of celestial kingdom instead of the third. So Yeah. Yeah, have fun. <laughs> have fun without the rest yes. of the gods and goddesses who make their own planets now. Um, okay, so they even talk about the fabrics that you're allowed to wear. No way. No yep. way. Yep. Guys, I'm okay. sitting up for this. Just sit no up. Way. Materials that are durable and easy to care for. For suits and jackets, a durable weave of cotton, wool, or polyester blends are will wear well do not wear denim corduroy leather or fabrics that wrinkle easily or cannot be pressed what about latex oh they didn't they didn't mention that but you know (laughs) I have a feeling they are opposed (laughs) I was just thinking like denim how many uh long denim skirts do you see in sacrament meeting every Sunday Oh, yeah. I just remember that's, like, a thing that a lot of, like, the middle-aged women would wear. It was, like, a longer denim skirt or a corduroy one. Like, I don't see anything wrong with that, but. No, I wore denim skirts for ages in the church, but they were always, like, really long ones that came to, like, (laughs) my shins. Yeah. I've recently been getting back into denim mini skirts, and that's been a fun moment for me. Yeah, <laughs> I do have a few denim skirts, and I love. I have a leopard print corduroy one. <gasps> Cute. See, so yeah, that's that's like breaking all the rules. You have a pattern. You have a, a fabric that's not allowed. It's probably too short. You know, it is too short. Yep. Yep. <laughs> 
I know. I just thought that was funny. And like, you know, I feel like you could wear a denim jacket and make it look very like cute and put together, but apparently not if you're on a mission. No denim jacket. Insane. Denim jackets are one of my. Fa- I I love denim in general, mm-hmm. but like a denim jacket, I just think it stands time. Like it's it's been almost in every decade, and you could wear a denim jacket and dress it up or down, and it looks so good. I know. Yeah. Mm. Well, they also tell you what kind of shoes you can wear. So (laughs) shoes and boots should be practical, comfortable, attractive, and appropriate for the climate and condition of your mission. What does attractive even mean? Again, isn't this subjective? Like there's so many different styles of shoes. Everyone likes different stuff. Also, yeah, exactly. Like most of the time, let's be honest, you're not going to find comfortable, durable shoes that are also attractive. Like, I know you might find some cute like flats, but I mean, also, yeah, like if you're walking a lot, you're going to need something with support. Yeah, you want comfy boots. Yeah. Um, And you need to wear closed toe and closed heel shoes. Which I also think is a bit much, especially for when they send people to extremely, like, tropical climates. You're supposed to never wear sandals. Are you kidding me? Also, like, what about Pete Toe shoes? Like, again, is it, like, some again, weird, yeah. like, fetish that Mormon guys have with feet and toes? Like, why is that such a bad thing to show? Yeah, or, like, you know, how you, you could have an open-backed little heel or something but no you're supposed to cover your heels and your toes because reasons I don't know (laughs) um oh but listen you may use shoe inserts to increase comfort and support oh they give you permission to use shoe inserts (laughs) what (laughs) and then it says you have to wear a dressy pair of shoes for Sunday meetings but it also did say earlier in the paragraph that I kind of skipped over is that it, they should have low heels or be flat. So, like, again, this sexualizing of clothing. I This even happened to me, even just as, like, a person going to church. I wore high heels to church, and I very much got shamed because it's like they were, quote-unquote, too sexy of shoes, which is just, like... I definitely uh. remember that at BYU. I, one of our mutual friends and I used to wear, like, stilettos. God, uh-huh. that- I can't even think about wearing stilettos now because the thought just makes my feet hurt. I can't believe I just wear them. I think I have like two pairs of stilettos still in my closet because I'm like, they're really nice. They're really beautiful. And then I, I'm like, no, I'm never, I'm not going to wear these ever again. I, I, <laughs> own not zero. I, I don't think I've owned any since I moved to Europe because it's not like, yeah. I mean, you've seen the streets here, Katie. Like I'm not going to walk oh, on cobblestone no. and stilettos. So it's like, no, no way. way. But no also way. now I'm just old and also I have a knee injury. So there's no fucking way I would ever wear stilettos. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, yeah. But I remember I had blue. I had a blue pair of stilettos I was obsessed with. I love. You know what? I think I remember those. <laughs> you probably do because I wore them in like every picture probably in that time period. And like yeah. anytime I went dancing, I wore them. But I remember I wore them to Sunday school once. And yeah, it was like not even just those anytime I wore stilettos or high heel shoes it was always like some comment was made that me and this mutual friend would wear them and it was like those aren't really modest or conservative or (laughs) whatever I just it's so silly to me but also it's 
it's kind of like every topic we've been covering lately where I'm like at the surface, it's really silly, but then it's also quite sinister, the amount of control and, and the fact that these sister missionaries are just going along with it and obeying. And they're not questioning like, wait, why can't I wear sandals? Like, why can't I wear a jacket? You know? But that's also kind of like BYU-Idaho, right? That doesn't allow you to wear flip-flops, which I was like, why? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Pretty crazy. I remember um, back in the day, I mean, this was must have been in like the 70s and the 80s. I think at every BYU campus, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, but I believe at every BYU campus, you weren't allowed to even wear jeans. That was how strict they were. Yeah. Or maybe it was just women weren't allowed to. I don't remember for sure, but ugh, yeah. Wow. Um, all right. Now they have a section on accessories because of course they do. So your handbags, jewelry, and other accessories should be simple and conservative. You are encouraged to choose shoulder bags and purses that are both professional and durable. Backpacks are not approved. Okay, but, well, I know so many sister missionaries who broke that rule then. Well, yeah, and all the all the male missionaries wear backpacks. Yeah, exactly. Like, every missionary I know had, a pack, like, a backpack. Yeah, and I feel like that's better for your, um, just your back and your posture. You don't have the weight on one shoulder all the time. Yeah, exactly. And also, <laughs> no one wants to carry around all their, their uh, quads. in a purse or something that's like so no no No. yeah and and all these pictures that I've seen they have like examples and all the women are wearing basically like messenger bags um none of them have backpacks or even really purses of any kind it's just like those messenger bag things um I remember when those were a thing I had a corduroy one in like eighth grade or ninth grade I did I did too, and I loved it with all my heart. Me too. <laughs> okay. Um, earrings should not hang lower than approximately one inch below the earlobe. <laughs> and we thought that Hinkley was strict when he said only one pair of earrings. This one is actually giving you a measurement. Can you imagine, like, your companion or your mission president, like, getting out a ruler and measuring? <laughs> That's longer than one inch. That's immodest. <laughs> God, but you know what? I bet that they there is someone out there who has done that, like some mission president. I know. And isn't it just, I mean, this is also silly, but to me, this is extra silly because um, I feel like fashion, like statement pieces, like bigger earrings or whatever, they could even be uh, like an icebreaker. Maybe someone compliments you on your earrings because they notice them because they're big and then you can talk to them. Yeah, exactly. Um, and do not wear more than one earring in each ear. We knew that one already. <laughs> Necklaces and rings should also be simple and conservative. Uh, tattoos... Oh. Tattoos, nose rings, other body piercings, or toe rings are not acceptable. (laughs) Okay, so what about people who convert and want to go on a mission? I know. I guess you just have to cover it all up. And here's the thing. Other body piercings, how do they know if you have other body piercings that are covered? And how do they know if you're wearing it? How do they know if you're wearing a toe ring if if your shoes are all closed toe? Yeah, that's true. And also, how are they going to know you have a nipple ring if you're yeah. wearing a nude bra? Yeah, 
or a belly button ring. I don't know. Well, whatever. Um, You may wear simple and conservative sunglasses to provide protection from the sun. Okay, again, what does that mean? What are simple sunglasses? I don't understand. I, and just the fact that they give you permission to protect your eyes from the sun is like, yeah, thank you. Off. Like, fuck off. I'm, yeah. Um, however, unless your sunglasses serve a medical purpose, you should not wear them when speaking with others. So... Mm-hmm. You're outside trying to talk to people on the street and it's sunny as hell and someone comes up to you and you have to take off your sunglasses. You can't just keep them on and casually talk to them. How weird. That would make me very uncomfortable. Yeah. Like as someone who like if someone approached me on the street and like instant and it was like sunny and they took off their sunglasses to get eye contact I don't know like what what is yeah I'd be like I'm keeping my sunglasses on yeah Uh, (laughs) do not wear sunglasses with bright colored rims or mirrored lenses so I guess that's what they mean by simple wow okay belts may be worn with outfits for function or style choose belts that are simple and conservative in color and design <laughs> so they've thought of like every little thing. Okay, and then the last section is exercise and out other activities. So, oh, yeah, we've kind of talked about this a bit before on the show. So, listeners, if you don't know, one day a week missionaries, it's called P Day. I think it's called Preparation Day, where you're not doing the daily I guess usual activities of a missionary and this is the day that you can um, exercise or you go do service or you can write letters home or whatever right yep but on the other days you're just doing missionary stuff literally from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep so this is the clothing you're allowed to wear on this one day it says generally Generally, on preparation day, you should wear regular missionary clothing in public. However, if necessary for a specific activity, you may wear more casual clothing. You may bring one pair of modest jeans, a few, (laughs) one pair only, a few modest t-shirts, loose fitting exercise clothing, a pair of gym shoes, and pajamas. Oh, yay, they let you bring pajamas. (laughs) What? (laughs) Be sure, yeah, right? Like, I'm just, be sure to maintain a high standard of modesty in all activities, especially during activities that require you to stoop down or bend over by avoiding low-rise jeans and shirts with revealing necklines. See, this is what really pisses me off you know for a fact they do not have that line in the men's section they you you I can guarantee you they don't say anything about maintaining modesty especially during activities that require you to stoop down or bend over like no that's just not a thing for men no it's never it's always just on the women and Mm -hmm. it's like how do I'm just trying to imagine like 
working out and it limits you, even what they're saying limits you to so many things you can do to work out. Like today I had physio and I had lots of squats and like thing, like part of my, um, like anyways, point being is I was bending over with my ass and my tits because of the way I had to exercise. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like what? So basically they're limiting like how you could exercise. As yes. Well. They're limiting how you exercise and also what you can wear. So that means no leggings. You're going to have the example they show here of this woman. She's wearing like loose, like basically loose sweatpants. I'm going to click on it to see more examples of other exercise clothing. Yeah, they're all like very loose sweatpants or capris and then like long sleeve, loose workout shirts or yeah, they're, they're basically all long sleeve. Yeah. Wow, so really not ideal for working out. And extremely high necked, like all yep. the not not a turtleneck, but close. Um, yeah, I mean, and like you said, even just doing certain exercises, if you like yoga, you're gonna be bending. I mean, even just um, stretching normally, you're gonna bend your body. <laughs> exactly, like. But that's the thing is that they they make it into a like sexualizing the the yes. female body yes. when you're just exercising. It's like fuck off. Like I'm not gonna feel, you know, like it, it drives me crazy too when you do as a as a woman go to a gym and you're just trying to literally work out and exercise your body and other people sexualize you for doing it. It's like mm-hmm. I'm just trying to work out my body to strengthen it. And it has nothing to do with trying to be sexual. Fuck off. <laughs> yep. Yep. Like, oh, my God. So I'm I'm going to the men's section now, the elder section, because I want to see what it says under exercise and other activities. I want to see if I was we were right in our prediction. <laughs> of course. OK, so uh, it says here for the men uh, on preparation day, you should wear regular missionary clothing. However, if necessary, you may wear more casual clothing. Um, And then it also says you may bring a pair of jeans, a few T-shirts, loose-fitting exercise clothing, including gym shorts. Oh, they get shorts. The women didn't get shorts. Uh, You can bring bring athletic support. Does that mean like a cup? (laughs) Yeah, that's really what they mean. So men can support their junk, but women, it doesn't mention anything about you being able to wear a sports bra. Nope, nope. yeah, no sports bra. And also, yeah, you can't wear shorts as a woman, uh, but you can as a so man. And the, Like prevent yeast infections from right? having fucking swampy swamp crotch down there. Because like, you know they're going to, they'd make you wear your uh, garments while you exercise probably on your oh mission. God, um, that just made my vagina burn thinking about it. Yeah. Um, so then it says maintain a high standard of modesty including those within your own apartment. Huh, that was different than the women. Um, And then avoid tight-fitting T-shirts and do not wear clothing with slogans or logos that are not consistent with your calling as a missionary. That's what they say to the men. That's it. So no revealing, no doing exercises. That could be, what is it that they were saying, like bending over or revealing? Yeah, they don't. Yeah, none of that. It's just I, they specified stay modest in your apartment, which makes me think I'm sure this happens all the time. Like men might work out in their own apartment and like take off their shirt because they're sweating, which <laughs> reminds me of Jake's story, how he loved watching his 
didn't he like <laughs> watch his his companion um but yeah they that's about it that they clarify and then they don't say anything about like don't do movements or like make sure that you're covering yourself if you have to bend over they don't say that at all to the men which is also so bullshit like men's workout clothes is just as I'm doing air quotes revealing as women like I mean hello there's the whole thing like of men's great sweatpants for a reason because you see the outline like <laughs> and Hallelu- that hallelujah considered... gray sweatpants season oh I fucking <laughs> love them yes uh but yeah no it's so true and then also I just think it's kind of ridiculous that they allow them to wear shorts and they don't allow the women to wear shorts no yeah exactly yeah so uh, we were right <laughs> of course we were right Katie we're always right uh, yeah. And then I just looked at their personal grooming area. And of course, it doesn't say anything about like accessories, hair accessories or anything like that. But it does say you can't have facial hair and your sideburns should reach no lower than the middle of your ear. You have to have your hair relatively short. And oh, definitely don't bleach your hair or dye your hair. They Men aren't allowed to color their hair at all, but the women can if they can afford it. <laughs> what? That's that is wow. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a whole other level of sexism I didn't even realize. Like women are expected mm-hmm. to dye their hair basically because it could quote unquote enhance their beauty, <laughs> whereas men, it's like, oh, you're not allowed to. Yeah, because we're on this binary of. If you're a man, you're supposed to look, quote unquote, masculine. Yeah. yeah I don't get that's, it. Wow. <laughs> I know. Isn't that wild? It just reminded me of how, you know, we've talked about it a lot, but we've gone over the bite model and all of the control that is in that for cults. And I just think if you're a missionary, you it ticks all those boxes. It, it controls you so much in every single way. I mean, you can't even wear earrings that are longer than an inch. Jeez. Guys, like, I don't think... I think if I would have gone on a mission because I was planning on it for a hot second and like wanted to go through the temple and everything like earlier so I could go on a mission, I think I, I don't think I would have made it. And I think I would have left the church then because I, yeah, that's just so controlling and yeah, cult-like behavior. And I get it though. Like once you're in it and you're on a mission, you're brainwashed into thinking you can't come off the mission or like leave the mission early because then it's like you are unrighteous and you didn't fulfill your purpose, but I just don't think I could have done it. No, I don't. So all those neither. listeners who went on a mission, Whew. I tip my hat to you. I know for real. I was just thinking too about how uncomfortable you've got to be all day long because not only are you wearing garments, but then you're essentially wearing church clothes all day, every day. And even when you come back to your apartment you're supposed to stay in those clothes and do your scripture study and prayer. And it's not only until right when you're going to bed, can you even get into pajamas? Like they don't even have any loungewear, which is basically what I wear all the time. I was going to would... say, that's what I wear all the time. Like I don't even wear a bra most of the day. Like I can and you're just, make it. Yeah, you're expected. Oh, I just would feel so uncomfortable. I'd be like, can I just like watch a movie and put on sweatpants no you can't you're a missionary that's that's rough (laughs) 
<laughs> like that's the first thing I do when I get home. Well, now I work from home, but so I just wear sweatpants all day. But like when I used to have to go into the office, as soon as I got home, it was like sweatpants on, bra off, like every day, like clockwork. And even now, if I like go out to dinner or meet friends, like as soon as I get home, it's like sweatpants on immediately. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I know. Me too. <laughs> There's absolutely no way. Like, yeah. Yeah. I want to hear from, I know we've heard a lot from our listeners who are missionaries, but I'd like to hear if you have any stories about dress code or dress code violations, or if you had something that you thought was totally fine to wear and you got in trouble for it. I want to hear about it because yeah, I'm sure a lot of you have experienced this. (laughs) I think that'll be so interesting. Yep. Yeah. I'm glad that we didn't have to endure that, Sarah. I thought that just enduring regular rules was bad, but damn, the missionaries had it so much worse. And it makes me want to be, I need to be nice to the missionaries when I see them out and about and remember that they're just doing the best they can and they're probably very uncomfortable and lonely. So, I mean, usually with the sister missionaries, I'm nice. It's just always the elders who are super cocky and arrogant that I just don't have the patience for. Anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely I'm like, depends. you are a 12 year old. Do not, first of all, stop mansplaining. Second of all, don't tell me. <laughs> As an 18-year-old about your life experiences and how you know this church is true. Get out of my face. You know, you know, that's, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Get out out of my face. I'm much older than you and I've been there. Done that shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, listeners. We, of course, as always, we love you all. If you haven't yet, please go leave us a good review. And if you want extra content, go join us on Patreon for as little as $2 a month. We have lots of extra content over there but we're just so grateful for you for listening and being here with us yeah thanks guys we love you and can't wait to be back next week have a good one bye bye